It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, game one is in the books. Ole Miss a winner, 10-3 over the Oklahoma Sooners. Big game. Um, no Derek Vandegrift tonight. His signal from um, Charles Schwab Field is kind of iffy, so I didn't want to put that on here. We're going to try and get him in tomorrow. It's just going to be me and Tom Vanderford tonight and his lovely granddaughter as well. And we're just going to celebrate the win, talk about what we saw, and <clears throat> basically – um, do all the right things um, for this because this is pretty amazing. But anyway, this is the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. You are Locked On Ole Miss, your daily podcast on the Ole Miss Rebels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome to Locked On Ole Miss Podcast. I am your host, Stephen Willis. This is Omaha Live, post-game live, whatever you want to call it, this is it. Thank you for making the Locked On Ole Miss Podcast, though. Your favorite first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. So do us a favor. You can subscribe to the YouTube channel. You can hit the bell for notifications and new videos when they go up, which happens quite frequently. And, of course, and, of course, upvote the video itself. And, um... Like I said, tonight's going to be a little bit different thing. We have Tom Vanderford talking about what's going on and everything, and we're just going to see what's up. How you doing, Tom? Hey, doing great, man. Doing great. Uh, couldn't be better. Yeah, uh, yeah. We, yeah. Yeah, we have um, Derek Vandegrift and Kara McCutcheon who are partying in Omaha right now. Um, Derek tried to get on the podcast today. The signal just... It just didn't line up. We're going to try again to get him tomorrow, so it'll be just me and Tom tonight. Um, whenever I talk about what's going on and everything, you can pretty well sum this game up by what they actually did um, statistically, believe it or not. Ole Miss 10-3 final win. Um, Tim Oko, 4-5, for five, um, with a home run. You had the big hit home run by T.J. McCants. Calvin Harris hit a home run. Justin Bench hit a home run. It was a big awakening for this game. But probably with all of that happening, the story of the game was probably the first five innings by Jack Doherty. Don't you think, Tom? Oh, definitely. I mean, I, <laughs> through the first uh, five innings, he had a perfect game. I, it was amazing. It was amazing. You know, when they announced Jack Doherty, I'm like, well, I Let's see what happens. But I, I wasn't expecting a perfect game through five innings. Yeah, it, uh, that it, it was pretty amazing. Impressive. Mm-hmm. Yes. It, it was pretty impressive. His fastball was working. His slider was working. Um, he got a little bit tired in the sixth. And they was you know they went to Mason Nichols, who kind of got him out of a bases loaded, no out jam. Um, two yeah. runs were given up, but Nichols was able to do that and kind of regain control of the Oklahoma lineup. And that ended up Josh Mallets came in a little bit later, and yeah, it, it was it it was a big thing. It it was a it was a big situation. Now we all saw the statistic, and it's all true. But I don't think anybody needs to worry about Ole Miss winning Game One and the team that has lost Game One the last five years or something have won the College World Series because those teams do not have 
their aces still left to go. You you pretty much have dry powder um, if you're the Ole Miss pitching staff. Today was the game that Ole Miss had a, I don't know, a matchup problem with the starting pitching. From here on, it's Hunter Elliott and Dylan Delucia. And, I mean, it, it's, it's fantastic, Tom. It just really is fantastic. <laughs> it's wonderful. It's wonderful. I mean, you know, uh, you know, uh, we were we were private messaging during the game, and I kept saying I'm popping beta blockers, but it, it you know, it's 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 the life of an old Miss fan when you're when you're up uh, just uh, a couple of runs, you start getting a little nervous. But yeah, even even when we were up, when we had scored eight, I was I was nervous after those back to back to back jacks. Uh, I finally calmed down after that. So, but uh, it was just a wonderful performance. It was a good, good offensive game. Once we got into their bullpen, uh, that's when we started doing real well. But like you mentioned, the captain was four for five all night. He did well. I was good to see T.J. McCants uh, hit a hit a hit a jack. Uh, he's had a hard time, so it was good to see him knock one out of the park. So yeah, it was uh, it was dominant really on on all levels. Um, of course, the only thing that the the announcers uh, could find to to say good about Oklahoma was that Mallets had threw threw more pitches than he should have. And, and I, I'm when, when when that's the best that they can come up with, that's a wonderful thing. Yeah, that's I, a wonderful I, thing. I think Kyle Peterson probably understands the Ole Miss team a little bit, but Carl Ravitch and the other guy, I think they assumed that Josh Mallets was the closer on this team. And yeah, and he's not. He's and he's not. They haven't even seen BJ yet, you know. So, I yeah. it, we're in really good shape with our pitching. Uh, just like, uh, and I, and I wish Derek could be on, but just like he said, their pitching is. Uh, their pitching is uh, fastball heavy, and and we love hitting the fastballs. And we hit, I mean, Calvin Harris hit one four hundred something feet tonight, man. I mean, he just knocked the fire out of that thing. Yeah, he continues to be the find of the College World Series um, for me. I mean, we had the Dylan Delucia thing with big performance, but uh, probably Calvin Harris is probably the dude that we didn't know was going to be a dude at this World Series. Anyway, let's hit the chat real quick. Um, Sean Nissen says, stay humble and stay hungry. Absolutely. Do not um, put the cart before the horse. Absolutely do that. Um, Joey Freeman says, how about all of the points scored with two outs? That is actually really cool. I mean, the two out hitting tonight was fantastic for this team, I think. Yeah. I think TJ Mc- the the back to back to back jacks was with two outs. Whenever the first four runs was with, with about two outs, and that was a big moment of the game. It's like whenever two outs happened is when they tightened up and we loosened up because that Oklahoma team was a tight team. There was balls falling and stuff happening that there's no other explanation other than the moment was probably a bit too big for them. Now, they might come back and get everything situated for game two. I don't know. I think that pressure is going to kind of get to them a little bit. Peyton Graham is not going to pull an offer um, in game two and game three. Um, you know, 
the the hitters on that team are they're going to make adjustments. Um, I think that three seventy hitter that what's his name? Just real quick, um, I'm gonna bring it up real quick just to let you know. Um, Treadaway. Um, he's he's not going to um, pull a one for three. He's going to hit the ball, um, and because of that, you know, Ole Miss has kept the top of the Oklahoma lineup. Let's see. Let's do some math real quick. That's zero three for three, zero for four, zero for seven, one for eleven, um, one for fourteen, one for eighteen, um, one for twenty-one, one for twenty-one. The top six person, six people in their lineup. I mean, it's a phenomenal pitching job. The bottom of the lineup was actually fairly successful. Four of their five hits were in the bottom three hitters for their team. There were no extra base hits. Um, only four walks. We did another good job of keeping free runners off the base path. Um, Bennett settled in and was actually quite good, um, but we were able to jump on him a little bit too. And once we got into that bullpen, like you talk about, it, it was kind of Katie bar, Katie bar to the door. Yeah, yeah, and I, you know, I, I think that if we can just get into the bullpen tomorrow, we we might be able to finish this thing in two. Uh, I like I like our chances. I like I like Elliot and uh, I like our bullpen, and uh, I like our I like our hitting. We just we just it it, it just like Derek said. I, I mean, like I, like I said, I wish he was here, but he he keeps he keeps saying you know he believed when a lot of folks didn't. But uh, it, this team's a team of destiny, man. Yes, Greg Ayers says hoping Gonzo's walk and his D will bust him out. Also, that um, at bat he had where the pitcher got hit was probably the one of the hardest hit balls of the night. Um, that probably a, just squared up his bad luck that he did not get a hit there. He was going to send it right down the middle. It was hit. Yeah. It was going to be like a hundred and ten mile an hour exit velocity, but it hit the um, pitcher. Went to the shortstop. He threw him out. That actually gives me confidence about Gonzo. Yeah. Yeah, oh me too, me too. Mm-hmm. And and you know, he had a good glove tonight. He uh and 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 I'm telling you, this one thing I've noticed with this team, that they have a core group of people that are playing really good uh in the World Series, but they they also have uh seems like a different person uh step up every night just like TJ. You know, we hadn't heard a lot from TJ at all. And uh he steps up tonight and and knocks one out of the park and gets everything going. So, uh, as 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 long as we can keep that up, man, I'm telling you, I it just it's it's surreal that we're one game away from a national championship, and and not a national championship that somebody picks in a poll. This is a tournament. You want it? You're the national champions. You know. Hmm. Absolutely. And um, I'm playing with the Twitter mentions right now. I'm um, changing them up a little bit. Uh, Joey Freeman asked the questions, have we ever been Have we been the visiting team in every time except for the only loss against Arkansas? Yes, Joey. That is actually a factual thing, and Ole Miss will be the home team tomorrow um, when they take the field. Um, Clyde was – it looks like he's drunk posting, but he's calling five home runs tomorrow. <laughs> um, but he went over and over and over talking about it. Um so we have that going for us as well. So, hey, 
Everybody watching this show, if you have any questions, you have a comment, put it in the chat window. We're going to do this a little bit differently because we couldn't get Derek tonight. Um, so the show will look a little different. We're going to be a little bit more relaxed. And Yeah, I'm noticing Clyde here. I've got it pulled up as well. Yeah. And uh, at, at, at one point he said four homers tomorrow. And then a, a, a minute and one second later he says, I'm going to call for us to hit five tomorrow. So yeah, I, I like let's it. see if he if he puts six up there here in a little bit. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Uh, so man, I tell you though, uh it's just amazing. It's just amazing that we're here. I mean if we win well, excuse me, when we win uh <laughs> exactly. the national championship, uh I would like to know if we would be the first team in history to win with a losing regular season SEC record. I I think like Virginia in 2015 was really similar to us. They they won it all, um, but they were like highly ranked and they just in the middle of the season had a swoon and they built themselves back in and barely got in the tournament and ended up winning the whole um, thing. So I think Virginia might be the answer to your question, um, but I'm not sure. Um, Chad Ray says, "Hotty toddy," as Al Davis always said, "Just win, baby." Or let me let me try and do it in character. Just win, baby. So, and Joey <laughs> Freeman um, said, "I was so nervous when OU loaded the bases with no outs." You and me both, Joey. Absolutely. Me too, man. That's yeah. when I popped the beta blocker. <laughs> yeah, I was sitting there going, "No," I ended up having. Um, See, uh, I have a little bit of a brain tumor situation going on, about the size of a golf ball um, that's in the back part of my head. Now, it's benign, it's not growing, and I've got radiation going on. But when I get really stressed, it causes me to have a headache. Yeah. Um, so I had to take Tylenol because tonight I was literally, um, my head was hurting um, because of that going on. But I'm fine now. I'm absolutely fine now. But... You know, we'll see what's going on with everything. Th this is kind of cool. Um, Richard T says, um, contagion, contagion, good pitching, catching on. Oh, contagious, good pitching, catching on. Hot bats catching um, on. How about um, Nichols? Absolutely, Richard. Um, unbelievable nails to get us out of that basing loader situation. Yeah. Oklahoma is known for causing problems once they get on the base path. Tonight our defense was that was just to not let them on the base pass. And yeah. then once we chased their starter, and, you know, we got to him and everything. He settled in. He was a good pitcher. He really was. But getting to their bullpen was a big situation. Joshua McLeod says, McCants, in my opinion, has been as clutch a player as you can ask for for the plate um, at the plate. Yes, um, it seems like he runs into a slider about once every five games. Somebody tries to throw that slider, and whenever he's on, he knocks the heck out of it. He did the same thing at Southern. He did the same thing last night, and that's a memory that those guys are going to have forever, absolutely forever. And you know, I, I, I'm really really excited about everything that is going on. I, I mean, I really am. I mean, game one and everything played out absolutely perfectly. 
Yeah, I think I think we're in the catbird seat, man. I just, uh, you know, I, I, I just like you, you know, the hope was that if we could string together this win tonight, uh, that that we had a really 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 good shot with with what we've got left uh, on the mound. And uh, I'm just, man, I just can't believe Jack Doherty, man. Jack freaking Doherty, man. Yeah. He just, he set the, he set the tone. He set the tone. 15 up, 15 down, man. And uh, I, I think one thing that changed with us is they started just pounding the strike zone and quit trying to nibble so yep. much and play on the black. It was just take what your best pitch is and use it. And once they started doing that, you saw their pitching get better and better and better. And now you have like John Gaddis throwing just six great innings against um, Arkansas. You got Jack freaking Doherty doing the same thing. And now we get into the meat of our rotation. Hunter Elliott's going to come out there tomorrow, and there's going to be a true freshman, and he's going to he's going to bring that Doug thing, and you're going to see everybody play with confidence. Al, um, Oklahoma has a couple of right-handed fireballers they're going to um, bring to the plate or bring to the game um, to, over the next two. Velocity normally does not affect this team, and especially when they're playing confidently. And I, at this point, I, I'm I'm honestly expecting Rebels in two. I am too. I am too. Yeah, it's, it, it's a wonderful it's a wonderful feeling, isn't it? Would it yeah. be nice to? Uh, it would be nice for this old Miss uh, Rebel uh, engineer to go to work Monday and uh, w- you know brag about the national championship uh, like I had to put up with uh, all the bragging last year, uh, you know. But but I will say this: I've got a lot of a lot of state fan friends that have wished us luck. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, there are some that, you know, diehards that are like, they would rather, yeah, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, they, uh, they, they, yeah, I've actually had some that are rooting for us, believe it or not. At least yeah, they're, they're telling me they're rooting there's for pro- us. There's probably some hardcore Arkansas and state fans that are big Oklahoma fans this week. And right oh, now yeah, they are yeah. really, really upset yeah well i know coach 34 lee woolridge yeah he 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 put up uh he put up a boomer sooner today on twitter but i i expected nothing less from him yeah exactly (laughs) um hang tight um tom we'll come back in just a second but first i want to tell you about bet online um bet online is um, the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports information. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's NHL Stanley Cup and the Major League Baseball. BetOnline.net is your continued source for all of your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcast news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Remember, um, BetOnline is also the place that is predicting seven and a half regular season wins for Ole Miss football. BetOnline.net is also the one that is predicting Ole Miss is a 21 and a half point favorite over Troy in the first game. If you agree or if you disagree, if you think all that up and down needs to be done, 
You can put your money where your mouth is. Bet online, where the game starts. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. All right. Um, thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms including iTunes. So give us a five-star review on iTunes. You can say whatever you want to say. Just give us a five-star review. Um, And we're going to continue talking about this and hit the chats and your comments and kind of make this about you for about the next half hour or so. Joey Freeman says, we are blessed to have a great catcher. I've seen other teams struggle at times this year, including OUs at times tonight. Yes, um, Hayden Dunhurst is absolutely nails, and defensively is probably the best um, catcher in the College World Series. Um, and if Oklahoma gets on base, he's going to have to perform. If he if Hayden Dunhurst is on, if don't run on Dunn is actually a thing, and that gets going, you you will see Ole Miss um, handle the base path. Also, Richard T says Bianco pushing all the right buttons. Yes. The ace of this tournament, without a doubt, is Mike Bianco. Um, what he has done this tournament is nothing short of phenomenal. And anybody that is finding fault in it is really, they would always find fault in it. Also, um, Clyde says, you know what? I will say it's at least seven home runs yeah. um, for Ole Miss Go tomorrow five. afternoon. <laughs> Go Tim five. will hit he three says home runs. Hit three. Okay, Clyde is in the sauce, but I like it. Bring it, Clyde. Yes. Um, Anyway, like I said, we're going to be around for about a half hour. So hop in the chat, ask a question, bring it up. We will talk about it. Um, You guys are going to control the narrative tonight because Derek is gone and Kara, they're both in Omaha and the service up there was terrible. So we're going to let you guys um, control the narrative. But while we're waiting for that to happen, Let's just take a second to talk about Jack freaking Doherty. That was unbelievable. And the announcers, it was absolutely hilarious. It's like in the second inning, it's like the perfect game is still intact. It's like he just got six outs. It was just six six down. You can't say perfect game at this point. No, you can't. But, but you know, at, like I said, five innings of, of 15 up, 15 down was awesome. Yes, it was absolutely, and it affected the body language of the Oklahoma players. In the sixth yes, inning, even when they had the bases loaded and everything going on, they did not look the same as the, what they started with. And, no, and, and they, they've looked great all tournament. Mm-hmm. And and tonight, I mean, even towards the end, when, you know, the, the they hit that we hit a foul ball and it just bounced in between two players over by the dugout. It's just like they're lost. You know, they were just shaking their heads like, man, we just can't do anything right tonight. And yeah. and I think that Doherty had a had a had a was instrumental in that. Yeah. Tonight for Oklahoma is one of those that's baseball type games. Um, because 
it, it you just run into a team with a hot goalie, yep. and there's there's just not a lot you can do. Yeah, we being on the other side of that so many times, it sure did feel good to be on the right side of it tonight. Absolutely. Um, and I'm playing with Twitter right now for posts that are on um, that hashtag Ole Miss tonight. So that's that's what I'm looking at is I'm getting some Twitter stuff up. Um, and we're going to um, put those. And I know you can't read them now, but you can um, today. There we go. Let's go to this one, actually. Let's start on this one. All right. So we got a lot of stuff that is going for Ole Miss right now. All the demons that Ole Miss baseball has had is one, really one game away from being gone forever. I mean, that that's yep. just the truth. I mean... Elimination yeah. games, everybody talks about elimination games. Well, now, now you can look at the ultimate elimination game or, or winning games. Like, what was it? Like, two times out of nine, Mike Bianco has not made it out of a Super Regional. Well, now it's time for the ultimate advancement game. Ultimate game two and game three. And we'll see exactly what this looks like for this team, but th this is a loose group of guys. Tim Olko is hammering the ball. Kemp Alderman is scalding the ball. And I, I'm excited that Jacob Gonzalez, um, it didn't work out for him, but he absolutely killed a ball. And I think that'll be, that'll be beneficial for tomorrow. I think you're right. And the old Calvin Harris, man. They got got to keep kind of keep getting him at bats. Calvin Harris two for four um, with a home run and a single. He also the single drove in runs. Yep. So, um, it's just really big for him. It's like I always talk about. He's the guy that was the dude that they found. He's the guy that yep. was the surprise of College World Series. Now. T.J. McCants coming out of a slump. That's another big deal. Now, granted, if everything goes right, Ole Miss baseball has one more game. If everything goes right, they have one more game. And I'll give Tom credit and I'll give Derek credit and all this. They've gone with this with like Ole Miss and two from the very beginning. I went into this um, series as Ole Miss and three. And that is because I thought that they were going to struggle tonight. Since they weren't throwing Hunter Elliott, this was going to be the nice th night that they had to piece it together and go against Oklahoma's ace and all of that stuff. Well, they just completely dominated. Now you can put your two best pitchers on the hill. It's like, hey, let's go get this done. Let's get the hardware. Let's have a parade. Let's get a ring and put one of those graphics up in the outfield at Swayze. Exactly. Man, won't that be sweet? Yes, and I don't know anybody. I don't know any fan base in the world that deserves it more than the Ole Miss fan base. Yes. We 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 deserve a national championship. Yes, and the um, the irony of it happening this year would be absolutely fantastic. I, if it happens, I'm not going to do it now because I'm not in the chicken counting business. But yeah, I'm me um, neither. Yeah, but if Ole Miss wins the national championship. 
there will be an episode of the Locked On on this podcast to where essentially we gloat and talk about this season is the team to do it. Whenever you're going to fire the coach and everything's done and everybody had these conversations and they talked about these rumors, it was a done deal, this is the season it happened. And that's interesting. Um, Joey Freeman asked the question, why was OU having so much trouble with pop-ups, pop flies after the sun went down? I don't, I think, honestly, this is going to sound absolutely terrible, but I think they were checking out. I think they weren't seeing the ball off the bat because they were out there daydreaming. It was basically the college baseball version of picking daisies. And I don't think they were willing to go balls the wall and over a rail because they want to be back for tomorrow. This is a quick turnaround to tomorrow's game. Right. And, and also, Clyde says, how about Mason Nichols? He's so good tonight. Yes, Mason Nichols will probably be a starter next year. Um, he has really, really good stuff. Him and Hunter Elliott and potentially another and I think Josh Mallett will be the closer next year after Brandon Johnson moves on. Yep. Yeah, I think you're right. And we, uh, yeah, it's it's a lot easier to recruit when you win a national championship. So, you know, and 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 recruiting's never been never been the issue uh, at Ole Miss. We've had we've had good recruiting, but this will just this will just uh, help help take it to another level when you got a national championship to sell to recruits, and then you've got you know, you've got Swayze to sell to recruits, and you've got Ole Miss. It's 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 a good deal, you know. And and for somebody that has has been somebody that has not always been kind with my words about Coach Bianco, hmm. uh, hey, he has done just like everybody's been saying, just like you said. Some of the guests have said he's been pushing all the right buttons. We just need him to push all those right buttons for one more game. We just need nine more innings, and then you know, uh, all of his all of his detractors should uh, be forever vanquished. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, at this point, um, Mike Bianco has a lifetime gig. He's here for as long yeah. as he wants to be here, um, and that happened um, whenever the last out against Southern Mississippi was made. Uh, so yeah, it was amazing. And also, yes, it felt like Swayze night. It did. Um, it was probably 22,000 Ole Miss fans in that stadium out of 27. Um, half of the state of Mississippi, as they said on there, traveled up to Omaha. Derek Vandegrift left, went to Omaha. Kara McCutcheon left, went to Omaha. And me and Tom here doing it ourselves because, um, Charles Schwab Field does not have the best internet in the world. But we're going to try again tomorrow night um, to do that. But before we go, oh, let's see. We're going to have to get you an Ole Miss baseball shirt when talking baseball. Um, I've got one. I just wore it. Hold on just a second. Um, I just wore it for the last show. And just just for, um, you know, continuity's sake, I didn't want to wear it back-to-back days. That that that's the only reason. I do have one. I also have a um, Omaha shirt um, that I will wear tomorrow. But tonight, um, I'm wearing the soccer shirt because I need to um, space that out so it 
be nice and clean. Just for variety's sake, there's so many games that have happened so quick. So that's Ole Miss Ford says, I need an Ole Miss baseball shirt when talking baseball. And he's absolutely right, but Ole Miss soccer deserves love too. Um, so I, I do enjoy that. And um, Ole Miss needs a men's soccer team, by the way. Yeah, that's, that's my opinion what's going on. All right, so we are going to take a short break. And when we do, I will let you know that today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you will need. Why endure the um, often pointless, um, the often pointless in seemingly intimidating questioning is your Odyssey and LX or an EX and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer choosing only the brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. You can save money at Rock Auto. Um, it's a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Its prices are reliably low for every customer. Go explore their easy-to-use website today and find the solution to your auto parts needs. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On on their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. So I'm pretty excited um, about what's going on, but... I do want to say thanks for making the Lockdown Ole Miss your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the bell for notifications of new videos. And, of course, upvote the video itself. It will be great. Um, we are here with Tom Vanderford. We're talking baseball for about 15 or 20 more minutes. If you want to hop in the chat and have your say, absolutely do that as well. We're kind of like, taking a non-structured effort with Derek Vandy Griffin Kara in Omaha. We tried to get them on tonight. Their internet signal, as you can imagine, with the half of the state of Mississippi up there, did not exactly work. Now, Tom, tell me what your gut is about tomorrow. What do you think is going to happen? I think we're going to win, man. I think this team's ready to to get back to Oxford with the hardware. I think we're going to win. I think Hunter Elliott's going to have a good game. I think he's going to pitch uh, seven to eight good innings. And uh, then we're going to bring BJ in to close it out. And we're going to head on back to Oxford with a ship. Yeah, and um, I guess what people need to watch, and um, Josh Helmer told me about Oklahoma's pitching staff and all that on the extra video that released last night if you you could see it on our youtube page they talk about the pitchers all three of them and who to watch for in their batting lineup and now we hit the i'm gonna say vanderbilt 
um, part of the staff um, where you have righties, they throw hard, they have a um, power slider. They're, they're essentially power pitchers. And it's going to be important for Ole Miss to make the pitcher work, get him out of the game in the sixth inning, get to the bullpen. If that happens, it's all she wrote. Now, these pitchers yep. are probably not going to be good because, as we saw before, their pitching matchup, they should have had the advantage tonight. And everything kind of went wrong for them. So tomorrow with Hunter Elliott, we needed him to do what he does for as long as he do, does it and, you know, shorten up the other starters as much as possible because their bullpen, at Oklahoma's bullpen, is not good. Their overall pitching staff ERA is not very good. They're, they're, over, they're overall not impressive. It looked like Ole Miss was the dominant team tonight, and they were the honestly better team tonight. Oh, I completely, completely agree. You know, yeah, it's it, it, it kind of reminds me of SEC football when they get into the bowl season. You can see a difference. And uh, uh, it's the same way with SEC baseball. When you when you see an SEC baseball team uh, in the postseason, it just it, it, it they, they just look more seasoned. Uh, I think that's why we we continually have half the field in the College World Series usually is from the SEC. Um and I think that 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 grind that we went through during the year, uh, I think it's helping us now. You know, the, pitching that facing that SEC pitching and those SEC batters, and then uh, now that we're in in Omaha, I think that's helping us out tremendously. Yes, Claude says Ole Miss was the first team to hit back to back to back home runs in the men's College World Series game since LSU in 1998. Now, Clyde, I need you to do some research for me real quick. I know um, you're half in the bag, but let me know that um, this is going on. Was Eddie Furness on that LSU team? Oh, and here's another one. Who were they playing in that game? Yeah. I want to know the answer to those two questions because, honestly, next year, Will Furness comes to Ole Miss, first baseman. Um, power hitting guy, um, nice jeans, but an LSU guy that picked Ole Miss. Everybody gives Mike Bianco credit, um, criticism for Drew Bianco. Well, this is the other way. Um, yeah. This is yeah. This is somebody that obviously made an impression um, on his dad. So I, I'm curious if, if if he did that. So man, it, it's one game. I'm looking forward to. Hopefully, keeping them off the base path. Hunter Elliott is going to pound the zone. Yeah, ground balls. We don't need to give them free ba- free passes. We don't need to give them um, free bases. So no errors, no walks. If that happens, um, yeah, because oh. they love small ball, man. They yeah. love small ball. Yeah, I, I get that Oklahoma's trying. I understand that, um, but that I. What is that, walk, walking? Uh, somebody on YouTube, I can't quite read the name. Um, yes, I understand that Oklahoma is trying. But it's not all about trying. Everybody's trying. SEMO um, um, is trying. Um, UCF was trying. Tennessee was trying. They're not playing here in this game. So 
We'll see what happened. I, I, I just, I, I'm unbelievably confident at this point, but I am not in the chicken counting business. I am absolutely not in the chicken counting business. Um, yeah, me, me neither. Me neither, but I am also unbelievably confident. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just they have two games, two tries, with one with Hunter Elliott and one with Dylan DeLucia, and Oklahoma has to beat both. If they beat both, Oklahoma deserves to be the national champion. I agree. Yeah, if they win the next two games against those dudes, they deserve to be national championship. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen, but you are correct, man. You are correct. So, all right. I think we probably need to get out of here. Um, I do want to thank everybody for watching tonight. Um, Enjoy tomorrow. We're going to get the replay up as soon as possible so you can follow along. And... um, Get ready for tomorrow's game. I think it's at at two o'clock central, three o'clock eastern. Right. Um, Hunter Elliott right. against um, I think his name's Caleb Horton. He's got a yeah. He's got a five twenty two ERA or something like that. And yeah, we'll see what happens. And we will do this again tomorrow. As long as Ole Miss baseball is playing, we will do this, and we will also do this for fall football games as well. So I do appreciate everybody tuning in for Tom. I'm Steve. Um, One win away. One win away. That's where we are. Uh, Yeah. That's what it said. Yeah. How about them Rebels? Anyway. How about them Rebels? Hotty toddy. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.